I'm 35 years old and I'm still receiving good morning text messages. Guys, what are you trying to accomplish by texting a woman good morning? Do you need attention? A hug? Do you live by yourself and just feel the need to say it to somebody? Get a cat. Or do you hope that that good morning is gonna suddenly lead to, yeah, let's fuck. Let's fuck all morning. Fuck the morning, let's fuck into the afternoon. The nighttime sounds great too. Just off of that one good morning text. I couldn't wait for a motherfucker to text me good morning so I could fuck him. Stop, just please stop sending these salutations. Please. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. I know it's been a while, but I'm still Jay. Still got Welly with me. I don't even know what the F stands for this week. Foolery. Foolery. Tom Foolery. Yeah. We've been on hiatus for a little bit. It feels like we've been on hiatus at least three weeks, or it's been solid two weeks, or it's been three weeks. I think it feels like it's been three weeks. I guess this would be the third week. Yeah, because we skipped a week and then skipped another week. Shit, yeah. But, hey... If they, what do you usually say if they stuck around this long, then? I don't know what uh, I usually yeah, say. I, I say a lot. You do say a lot, man. But, hey, explain that fucking intro. We've always had this conversation about the good morning text. Who deserves the good morning text? Who doesn't deserve the good morning text? Why are you even obligated to send a good morning text in general? And apparently, from a woman's perspective, she felt, well, I can't say all women. I just got to speak for this one because she mm-hmm. spoke for herself. She felt that the good morning text seems to be pretty pointless. Pointless small talk. I think that's the key right there. I think I think small talk is is where I, I would love to start because small talk to me just lets me know that A, you're bored. B, I'm probably just a fallback plan. You know, that's small talk. Um, the good morning text to me, like I've said before, it's empty and... I don't think that it has the weight that it used to have just based on the fact that I think personally, if you really are concerned about somebody's well-being or you care about them, you're picking up the phone, calling them, saying good morning, I hope that your trip is well, blah, blah, blah. But the weightless, no value having good morning text that you probably sent to 13 other people, (laughs) what does it really mean? Well, I feel like with the good morning text, if you're in a relationship, it makes sense. If I'm not dating you or anything like that, good morning is just kind of like, eh, let me start the day off with some pointlessness. Let me waste your time from the jump. Because all I'm going to say is, all I'm going to say is, good morning. In the a.m., wasting my time. How'd you sleep? That's good. Got a busy day today. Headed out to work. You know, and then after that, it's just nothing. So it's it's an, it's the beginning of the waste of time. It's, it's basically, it's me letting you know, hey, I'm going to waste your time for the rest of the day. I've already had By the my, way. Yeah, I've already had my suggestions. I feel like if you're thinking about somebody at the beginning of the day, there are other ways to do it. And um, good morning is just boring. So if you're trying to get this person's attention and you're possibly trying to get somewhere with them, I suggest starting off the morning, you know, either with something funny, something interesting, something that's going to want to make them talk to you throughout the day. Because like she said, I mean, like... What is your main goal here? Like, 
you're saying good morning. I mean, are you just saying good morning? Is, is it a statement? Are you wishing me a good morning? Or are you just saying, is that a, you know, a replacement for hello? Like, what is it? You know, like, <laughs> like she did mention, like, the good morning isn't going to just magically make her say, you know what? Gonna give him these draws. Exactly, but but, but women women for a pe- for a period of time, probably a couple of years ago, when text messaging became the norm of communication, there were women out there that were like putting a lot of emphasis on that good morning text. So I don't know. I did send the good morning text out and got a, got a hello back, and it was look it caught me a little bit off guard. <laughs> you was well deserved. I was I was kind of like, all right, well that that's different, but you know, okay, hey, how are you? You know, keep keep it moving. But it was, it, I mean, when you send it and you don't get it in return, it's not like, oh, okay, all right, see what this is. That person was basically saying, let's get to the point. You thought about me in the morning. You said me good morning. Hey, what's up? What's going down? Let's chat. <laughs> or, or, or are you trying to see me later? Is, 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 is You need to go ahead and shoot that shot. I mean, but for me, like, like I say, currently, like, I'm not sending good morning texts to people. But most of the people I talk to, I mean... I could talk to them. I could start talking to them any time of day. Like they know my schedule. I know their schedule. I mean, most people start their day off with social media. You know, when it comes to you know, pick up their phone. I start my day off with my bank account. Make I sure need to know how much money I'm operating with. From the making day. sure you ain't getting robbed either. <sighs> yeah, that was fucked up. That was horrible. I don't want to experience that ever again. Yeah, it, that shit. That shit happens. Like in in little sparks. Somebody just orders a bunch of. Playboy magazines with somebody else's card. Somebody gasses up on your card, but I'm like, I still got my card. Yeah, shit, crazy man. But yeah, you got to be careful. But we don't want to spoil. You know, get too far off topic. Okay. Um, good morning. It it mean it, it it means nothing anymore because with most things these days, social media has pretty much ruined it. I think girls were trying to give the game away, and they gave the game away, and people started abusing it. And now, like I said. Good morning doesn't mean anything. There were women out there that actually valued the good morning, but they get it so much that it's like, let's do something new now. I think, I think it all also depends on who you get it from. Of course, because like it's it's the it's the one cat that's in everybody's inbox and in, in every girl's phone. They got the one cat that's always just with a random good morning or you know just trying to get in the door, trying to get in the door, just trying to get you. To persistence. Talk to women at one point in time said persistence was key. Now persistence is deemed as thirsty. That's crazy, huh? It's crazy. I've, I mean, I've I've gotten a girlfriend off of persistence. It happens. I've 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 gotten some pretty good conversation off sending a good morning when I was bored. <laughs> when I was bored. That's the key. When I was bored. It's when totally, I was bored, let me scroll through here. And let me see who's up. Hit them with know, this good morning. I actually I, uh, value. You know, if I if I'm if I'm up early in the morning, most people know I get up early, and you know they'll ask me how did I sleep. You know, I I think that's pretty uh, unique in itself. You know, shows more concern. It's it's not just it's not boring. But I'll, I'll good get morning. I'll get that following the good morning, or I might get it all in the same text. Good morning, how'd you sleep? That's 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 better than just a good morning. It's better than good morning, GM or morning with an exclamation mark. Don't send me GM because you really that's, don't. That's give, lazy. You, you really don't give a damn if you send me GM. When you're in a relationship, I, I experienced this. When you're in a relationship, that good morning eventually becomes a GM. Nah, don't send me. If, if you send me a GM, we're done. <laughs> we're done. Like no, cause that's just that's just that's just it's lazy. It's like lazy. Okay. Like like if text messages still cost money, I'd be pissed if I got a GM. I remember those days when text messages cost. I think they were ten cents. Ten cents a message, boy. Yeah, I was, but I had an Easy Link singular phone. Uh huh. Them was the days, boy. That was my trap phone right there. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah. Don't even get too far. Oh, okay. Don't yeah. don't relapse. Don't relapse. 
I be having my moments. Um, but yeah, that that intro was was, was cool. I, I I like her raw aggressiveness, and she got the point across. And I agree with her. I mean, are you, you ever going to good morning? Are you text. ever going to sing good morning again? I I catch myself responding good morning to a good morning text. I don't I don't knock a good morning text, but I'm just gonna respond with the same thing you send me, and it's like okay, now what? <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're here. We're here. It's we're morning. here. So we're what do you here. want? You know. I'm yeah. still I'm still gonna send my good morning text. Hey, more power to you. But anyways, enough of the good morning text. How was how was the Uber driving last weekend? Oh, the Uber driving was actually pretty interesting because um, one thing I learned about being an Uber driver is you're kind of like a barber. You know, you kind of have that moment where people, they they get into your seat and you become what you are, but you also become a therapist. You also become that person that's kind of trying to, you know, remedy a situation or just listen to people's problems or even listen to people just, you know, uh, talk about how they had a good time. Um, I think the most interesting conversation I had that I had with a, a group of Females that got in the car, white girls, they were arguing about who was better out of Ed Sheeran and uh, Childish Gambino. And I just wow. thought, wow, that's, a, that's, a, that's an awkward parent. <laughs> I was like, they, they, they was going hard with the car. They was like legit, because I mean, they got in my car, and um, one of the tracks from Awaken My Love was on, and uh, they jammed out, and they, the, one of the girls, only one of the girls knew who Childish Gambino was. Um, so she had to rip. Yeah, she was like, I don't know who Childish Gambino is, and blah, blah, Just like, oh, he sounds good, but I don't know. I think I like Ed Sheeran better, and I'm just sitting there like, y'all are very Caucasian. <laughs> and, um, and I, you know, it, but all in all, it was cool. Um, obviously, you know, you know, they see somebody that, that's, you know, of age. They first want another person ask me, um, you know, so what, did you see the, um, the What the Hell documentary? And, um, you know, he just started... Okay, how old is the What the Hell thing? Because I just seen it. No, What the Hell is the, it's less than three months, for sure. Oh, okay, it's okay. Than, I, thought I, was, I thought I was just behind time. Nah. just trolling through Netflix and just nah. stumbled across it. It's definitely 2017. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I really just... When it comes to certain things, unless I'm doing a podcast, obviously, I, I try to withhold my opinions. Uh, the yeah, dude was kind of... because your opinions are slanted. <laughs> <laughs> the dude was kind of on the same page with me, but I just kind of just had to bring the reality of it no matter what a person says, one, you have to realize that a documentary is meant to sway your opinion. Very it's, much so. I mean, not sway your opinion, but it's supposed to give you a new perspective, and that perspective is supposed to make you think a different way. If a documentary doesn't do that, the documentary didn't do its job. So, and a lot of people can actually watch documentaries and just, you know, filter out all the biased bullshit and continue to think their own way. More than likely, that person's a more of a stubborn person, but either way, um, I told him, you know... I enjoyed the documentary. Um, I'm a fan of Joaquin Phoenix, um, but at the same time, the nigga's a bit of a nut. <laughs> um, I think a lot of I think a lot of shit that happened on What the Health was um, was staged. I think a lot of things that happened on What the Health was funny because a lot of things What the Health was set the things that they the message that they were sending was the way that the life that they're living is a good life, but they provided no proof. It seems like it just got to one, it was going against everything, and then it was just like, hey, go vegan. Like, see, all of a sudden, like, it just changed. Why should all I of go sudden. vegan? And I, I understand, like, a, a lot of it being staged, because, like, you're just not going to show up and get a meeting with this person. Like, hey, they don't know who you are. They don't know what your intended purpose is for this, this info, so you're just not going to walk in and talk to the director of the American Heart Association. That's what I was saying. I'm like, really? Like, why is he even giving you the avenue to come in here? What did you pay him for him to 
to actually pretty much act a fool and be out of character representing a company like that and, you know, just be out of character. And on, I don't like, even know really? if he represents his company because I doubt you. I didn't see it. I didn't And the office he was in looked really bare. Dog, <laughs> I'm telling you, a lot of that stuff was staged. And even if those people, even if those were legit people, those people were, I mean, who were they, though? Like, that could be legit people that work for a company, but are they really representing the company and the position that they just said that was, come on, man, like, if that was the, as easily as they accessed that guy, man, come on, like, like, really, that means that we could get up with our podcast right now and go and go talk to the head of Exxon. Yeah, like, just, just really? go, go sit in his office That's, chill. I mean, I'm not saying it's, it's just as big, but it's just, just as big. <laughs> I mean, if, if it's that plausible for me to go in there and sit and talk to the head of Exxon and say, you know, why y'all, why y'all killing people? <laughs> Straight up, you know, right? that's, that's just random. But, like, he's going to just sit there and let me video that and him not know the questions I'm going to ask and stuff. Like, come Dog, on. Dog, even celebrities that go on the fucking Breakfast Club before they go on there, they're actually, they actually, like, do a rehearsal. Like, they actually know what's about to come. They don't want no surprise bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So you're telling me that's that. That's why the Breakfast Club interviews are pre-recorded. This Straight isn't up. a live interview. Nah, people, see, that's why I like the slogan, tuned in for ignorance, because I honestly feel like not only are is the masses tuning in for ignorance, but they're tuning in for ignorance with an ignorant mind state. Like, they're tuned, like, you, if you really watch this documentary, and you are already somewhat educated, then this bullshit that they're putting in your face is it's not really going to sway you, because I mean, a lot of it was nonsense, bro, like... A lot of it, the I really, really, truly believe the only people that Neo, Neo talk about he going vegan after seeing um what the hell, and I'm like, who is he? Like, what classifies <laughs> this guy as somebody that I would want to take any type of health advice from? Who, who made Neo my leader? Yeah, like you know that's what I'm and that's and that's my thing, and I kind of feel like we live in a a world where all you gotta do is be a millionaire or be popular. Have a um, have a, a nice vocabulary, and you can sway the masses to do whatever. Because the masses today aren't all that sharp. Your average motherfucker walking around is not all that sharp. Like you said, you watch the documentary, you ain't finna Google um, who those people were. No, I, 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 I didn't care less afterwards. Niggas was on their. Well, I cared. I cared enough to ask you what two, three questions. Yeah, yeah, and and, and that was about it. But I guarantee most people that watch the documentary was just, oh no, nah, man, fuck that meat shit. I'm not fucking with no meat no more, bro. You been eating meat. For twenty plus years, the only and, and what people fail to realize about the world today is, people look at everything like it's just a a, a resource that's a never ending resource. A lot of these foods that we're eating, a lot of these vegetables that we that we've been eating for years, people walk into the stores and they just know a can of peas is gonna be in there, a bag of broccoli gonna be in there. But at the end of the day, nobody ever asks themselves like, man, what is the is is this stuff getting scarce? Like you know when an animal's you know you know close you know it's an endangered species, but we don't know what vegetables are endangered. No, you know we don't know what they're doing in order to increase the the amount or the supply that we have for these vegetables. But if you ask the right person, they'll tell you they have pesticides, they have all these chemicals, they have all these GMOs, they have all this stuff that they're putting in farms that sold their soul. To make sure that this shit stretch, just like cocaine. You had to make it you had to make it so to it you stretch it. You stretch it out. Bro, I, I seen people arguing online talk about I can't believe people eat seedless oranges. Um okay, there's there are machines out there that vacuum out the seeds. Like, it's not impossible. Yeah, 
it's um how do I say it? It's it, it make it does make it unnatural, but at the end of the day, some people just don't want seeds. Like that doesn't make it any more. Your uh, desire not to have seeds trumps how natural the orange is. Exactly, you know, and no matter what, vegetables thirty years ago and vegetables today are still gonna give you different. How do I say different? Uh, nutritional value because thirty years thirty years ago pesticides, the GMOs, and all the bullshit that was put in the food, they weren't doing it 30 years ago. So damn near, no matter where you're buying your groceries from, no matter where you're buying your food from, you're still liable to come across some bullshit that'll get you sick. Yeah. And like, the whole milk thing, like, I'm sitting there like, okay, they're talking about, talking about baby cows and shit. No matter what anybody says, we're on the top of the food chain. And people fail to realize that it's except for whales. I don't know if we're bigger than whales because whales scare me. Did I tell you that I have a fear of whales? I don't fuck with fish. I have a fear of whales because I don't know exactly how big whales are, bro. Then when they told me whales are bigger than school buses, I'm like, nah, bro. Like, there's no reason for me to be in the ocean whatsoever with a whale. I can't. The the funny thing about the ocean though is humans do fish, and humans will you know a human would. It's motherfuckers out there that will get a motherfucking shark. They get sharks. They get swordfish and shit, bro. Like, humans... Intellectually, we're on, we on, we on top of the food chain. Mm-hmm. And I think with the progressive stupidity in society these days, people fail to realize that. So, when they compare uh, apples to dynamites, I just I just don't understand it. Um, if you choose to, to, to not eat meat and you choose to eat vegetables, that's it's still, a, it's still a choice that you're making because... It should be a choice that you're making because of the fact that your body reacted a certain way to something. You shouldn't just, your mind shouldn't just tell you, oh, um, this is, I saw this documentary, so I'm going to do this. But what proof does, has your body shown that that's going to be good for you? Because you may, because they make it seem like everything that's from the earth is pure and good. But then why, people, why do people have peanut allergies? Why, why are there people out there that are allergic to pineapples? Why are there people out there allergic to gluten? Whatever the fuck gluten <laughs> is. Okay. No Somebody explained to me what gluten was one time, and I still have no idea what gluten is. You know how hard it is to avoid gluten? No, 20 years ago, you know how hard it was to avoid gluten? Uh, and I'm saying. Nobody 20, had gluten allergies 20 years ago. <laughs> and the, or maybe they just died, and people was like, I don't know. They was just died. It just know. was, it was, it was so minuscule that people, uh, a lot of those scientists and shit were overlooking it. Gluten has always been around. I mean, gluten at the end of the day, if you're eating bread, natural bread, you're probably going to have gluten in it. I mean, gluten is a protein. And what do most bodybuilders obsess over? Protein. So, you know, like, no matter what, it's all just trending bullshit. All of a sudden, people talk about they're gluten intolerant. Oh, my God. Everything gluten-free. Everybody starts talking about getting more organic. Now, every time you, you pick up water, water's organic. How the fuck is this water organic? <laughs> what is organic about this water? It came. It came straight out the straight out the faucet. Where does my other water come from? You, they put minerals in your other water. <laughs> I want minerals in my water. So you water. Take, you, take, you take too many naps. You need to stay woke. <laughs> that's that's, what, it is. that's that, what it is. If you if people obsess over like people see me drinking alkaline water and they think I drink alkaline water to become some type of superhero. No, I drink alkaline water <laughs> because alkaline water. If you drink water a lot, you will realize that some of the water is a little harder, some of the water is a little softer, some of it has like more of a little metal in it, like a metal taste to it, mm-hmm. and it's really just just to see how my body's going to react to it. But no matter what you do, the human body, which is the one of the most efficient machines on this planet, it's going to do things that the human mind won't 
understand. And the, the, the human body will alkaline itself. Like, it naturally alkalines itself. To be honest with you, I buy water based off how fancy the bottle is. There's if I, nothing if, wrong I, if with I'm that. not buying the case, I'm probably going to get water based you know on how fancy the bottle is. Because water is water. To, to me, water is water. Water's water. And even with these documentaries, when they talk about, oh, it's so inhumane how they slaughter these cows and all this stuff like that. Look, two things. One, I don't give a shit how my burger gets to my plate. Personally, no, I don't. I don't care. They can line them cows up, shoot them in the head. For all I care, they shit on my car. They don't care. S- second thing, we live in a world where people are still stoned to death. Yep. Where people are still shot. Mm-hmm. Where people are still hanged. Yep. People are still burned. Yep. And you want to tell me about the inhumanities of a cow? A uh, motherfucking cow. I'm not here for it, B. Man, until that cow, until that bird, until that duck, until that pig provides me some type of service. That is going to, I mean, I'm talking about as it's alive. I was going to say, I was going to say, <laughs> when it's alive. The, the nourishment is kind of hard to miss there. <laughs> when it's alive, I mean, provide me some type of service that's really just like beneficial to my life to make me look at it like it's on my level. Like, once again, the food chain is relevant. If we're going to throw the food chain out the window, all right, you know, so be it. But as far as I'm concerned, I grew up knowing about a food chain. And the food chain was not abolished until recently like it's literally like the food chain was everything I learned in high school was just bullshit everything I learned in elementary school was bullshit all of a sudden because Joaquin Phoenix puts out a fucking documentary entitled What the Health this, people watch this shit because it sound catchy they looked at it and it seemed legit if we throw in the food chain out it's kind of like alright boom a spider falls in, uh, falls into my car mm-hmm. I don't have the right to kick the spider out I mean if, if we throw in the food chain out, out the window like he has, he no has, intended. he has, <laughs> he has as much right to be in my car as I do since since we're, we're equals now. Damn, right? That nigga gotta pay. He gotta pay my car note. Some of it. Uh, I mean, he might as well. He he gonna have to pay. Y'all, some y'all, are, y'all are equals now. Yeah, that's what that's what I mean. I mean, but that's what Peter is telling we me. We don't we don't even look at men and women as equals yet. No. So is but yeah, but you want to bring up animals to this this and this. Come on, B. That, and, that, and that helps me go into the next topic I was thinking about because as I was observing people that were getting into my Uber, uh, into my car. But, uh, <laughs> Your Uber car. <laughs> I, I, I realized that, you know, different nationalities got in there, different stories were being told, and different things were coming about, you know, as far as people's perspective on the world. And I realized that it was all coming from different levels of oppression. Like, everybody that pretty much got into my car feels oppressed some type of way, even white men. You know, and it's crazy as it sounds because I always point out the fact that it's really not about skin color, it's about class. And the only people that probably don't feel feel oppressed are the the white people, the white men in the 1%, or the white men that feel that they're the 1%. Because you have a lot of people walking around that think that they're wealthy <laughs> and they're really just, you know, they're, they're doing good for themselves. They, they're living, their living wage matches their lifestyle. So they're cool. And I know you were shocked about the living wage in Harris County, but it's legit the truth. Bro, I, I sat there and I thought about how I could live on that living wage. $11.05. No kids. I'm, single I, man. I, I would have to give up so many of my luxuries that I've grown accustomed to. What did you say? Give Those up luxuries. What? Exactly. Luxuries. Your average person living in these in the United States right now, they desire those luxuries. They crave those luxuries. And I they need automatically it, they automatically put those luxuries. Of course, they put those luxuries into their everyday bills, into their everyday budget, not realizing that they're luxuries. Like the child support thing, like 
no matter what anybody tells me, you know, child support is for literally legit things, like for real legit. Like it's not for your 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 Mac Foundation. It's not for your 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 ass lift. It's literally <laughs> for your child. And honestly, I think when it was a, a when it was brought to surface, you know, child support. I think it really was for. Oh, simply fooding, you know, I said fooding, feeding these children, clothing these children, and preparing for college. Like, for real. Like, do legit things with your child support. It's not about, oh, I got an extra, I got more income coming in so I can get this fancy-ass apartment. Or I can just get these luxuries that I don't need. Just that's, saying. That's what that's what killed me when I sent you that post about, about the child support breakdown. How she, she broke it tripping. down. And she's like, you know, you think, you think all this, you know, all this child support works is like, you just broke down what he gave you. Mm-hmm. Where's your half? <laughs> like it, it didn't even factor in. It was like, okay, here, you know, your dad give you six, gave, give you six hundred dollars. This, 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 and this, this is the breakdown. Y'all actually owe me money. No, no, no. You laid down and made these kids too. Straight up. Where's your half? Straight up. That's just that's just something I don't understand. Like when people say, well, your your child support isn't enough. It doesn't cover all of this. It doesn't cover all of this. It doesn't cover all of this. It's not supposed to cover all. Yeah. I'm, it's I'm supposed a, to cover my half of my child. I'm a firm believer in, I mean, at the end of the day, we all make mistakes. But on that side, society has ruined the, the government. The American government has ruined the American home. Because I truly believe that if more women and men realize the consequences that were at stake, especially financially, and I talk about this all the time, because even being in a relationship is financially stressful. If people understood the financial stress that is going to be caused by having a child, they would be more inclined to do things to not have children. Bottom line, like male contraceptives, female contraceptives, there would be less excuses to not take these contraceptives if people realized the financial burden, simply the financial burden, and the crutch it's going to have on the lifestyle that you want, especially these days. Most of your average, like... I saw like the average income was like fifty three thousand or something like that. Um, for you know, for single people as a living wage, you're like if you're making like if you're making forty thousand plus and you're a single person in America, damn near everywhere, you're probably living a pretty decent lifestyle. But then you throw a child on that, you pretty much have to make a third more in order to survive and like and that's for the next eighteen years. But people don't look at it like that. People just look at it like, well, I'm pregnant now, or a dude looks at it like, well, shit. Um, but some dudes look at it like, well, shit, she pregnant. I'm gonna just shovel some money to her. No, I mean that's not legit. That's not cool, dog. And once again, that just goes to show society's ignorance. It's all about I'm either I'm gonna throw money at the situation or I'm gonna play victim. I mean that's it's 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 ridiculous. It's just a trickle down effect of people not knowing and not knowing is ignorance. And with a lot of us that especially millennials, like, we go to college, we get out of college, we don't get these high-dollar jobs right away that pay our debt back like like we're supposed to, you know. So you're you're carrying this debt for 10-plus years after you graduate, Man. even or longer more. than that, or even more. longer than that. Sometimes as much as a fucking mortgage. Yeah, so you have all this debt on you as well. So now you're adding another expense. Straight up. And another expense on top of the fact that you're about to have a child that you weren't ready for. And you're pretty much the only reason you're having this child a lot of times is because you feel guilty. You society, See, we were talking to you know Tay in the group chat. And there was a lot of things that she was saying 
that just made me realize that a lot of things that you're saying, which I'm not going to put on the show, but a lot of things that she was saying to me was societal pressure. It's like you don't realize that, you know, especially for Christians, like it kills me how Christian women and Christian men always talk about God as a forgiving God, but then they punish themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are you punishing yourself if you know that God is a forgiving God and you know deep down in your heart you're going to try your hardest not to make, them, make this mistake again? At times, I feel like I'm more forgiving than whoever they're looking up to, straight up. I'm just like, why are you putting, why are you punishing yourself? Why are you doing this to yourself knowing for sure that we all make mistakes? I, I look at that the same way. It's kind of like, you say, oh, well, God's punished me. He knew I shouldn't have done that. He knew I shouldn't do that. Well, depending on who you worship, they knew you were going to make that decision ahead of time. Pretty much. So, you know, you can feel sorry for yourself, but at the same time, they knew you were going to do it. Why are you Why are you projecting thoughts and feelings on this being saying that they hate you when they knew you were going to do it? Honestly. That's, that's really that, yeah, real and, talk. And with the same thing, societal, societal pressures is like you at work, all your coworkers married. Well, so guess, you guess like I need to get married. Yeah. I'm at work. All my coworkers drive BMWs. BMWs. I need to get, I need one to get too. a BMW. It's, like, it's literally that's societal pressure, and it's cool. And then like I I know I know several people who, let's see, I'll, I'll be thirty this year who are around my age, never had a new car, um, don't buy clothes all the time. You know, they live within their means. Is basically what it is. Resp- respectful and responsible. And um, they're they're typically the ones that are debt free and actually have the money to do other things straight up so I mean, it only makes sense i mean uh, a lot of a lot of my week in the since we haven't recorded in so long i mean a lot of it has just been really just thinking about the everyday stuff that individuals do and I, the things i see them doing i'm just like priorities man like prioritize better like with the things that you're doing would your 19 year old self be proud of you right now you know, with your 15-year-old self, be proud of you right now. Like, people don't stop in life and think about those things anymore because it's just all about now. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody just seems like they on 100 and they just finna just turn up every moment they get. And all it's just time. like, bruh, like, really, is your life that exciting? It's not. And, and, and is it that affordable? Because, I mean, maybe for women it is. Maybe for women it is. But I know most guys, come on, bro, like, you ain't you ain't you ain't balling like that to where you need to be out like that every weekend or every day. And what are, what are you achieving being out like that? What every are you celebrating or every day? And I mean, is that really living? Because like I said, you know, I've had my moments where I can actually look back and be like, "That was dumb," and not only was that dumb, I can't even remember it. <laughs> Which makes it pointless. Yes, it went from it went from dumb to pointless. Is that living? No. Is that truly living? No. Like me, like my perspective on life now is if I'm living, then I'm soaking it all in. I'm actually enjoying it. If I can't remember, that should it, be. That's what life is. It should be something you enjoy, not something that you stressed all the way through due to bills, due to relationships, due to circumstances. Like you due to be, what you eat. Like you should be dude. enjoying life. Like if you enjoy working out, you should enjoy that. If you yeah. enjoy eating, you should enjoy that. eating. Don't make it a stressful situation. I really feel like what the health stress people out. I think it stress, <laughs> I think it stress people out, but I think they stress themselves out. It's like like people who get in relationships and find something bad all the time. It's like you're stressing yourself out. Like you feel like you're not being in a successful relationship unless you are digging up some turmoil. Unless there's always an issue you're trying to overcome. 
you can just sit there and you can enjoy the relationship today and then enjoy the relationship tomorrow and then enjoy the relationship the day after that without having to be like, well, you know, in about two years, I'm going to want to get married. You already have that planned out? That's fucking ridiculous. That's sick. That's not real. That's not genuine. Yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> all right, we, we're here together to get married in two years. That's what we're doing, regardless of. So everything else in, in these two years is just, what is this, a trial? Basically. This is true. If 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 we make it to if we make it two years, hey, you know, we might as well get married. Why not? Why not? Why? Why not? Why 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 would we put more thought into a big financial decision like that? Financial for real. It's a, it's a real not? financial. Decision. Last last one I went to cost thirty racks. Dang. Thirty thousand dollars to marry somebody, and actually, it's not to marry somebody. It's to put on a show. That's all it is. Is a show. You just put on a show. And it's funny because every time I look at weddings, man. You know, not shooting slugs at anybody, but like I see the uh, the bride wearing white, and I like I always I'm, I'm always and I'm gonna forever gonna remember that that means purity, that means that like the person you're marrying is a virgin, and that doesn't mean that anymore. No. So I don't understand why people are wearing white at weddings. People anymore. pick and choose their traditional values that they want to hold on you to. You know, it's ridiculous. It's like it's I'm contradicting I'm a, like a motherfucker. I'm gonna overlook this one, but this one's this one's gonna go. This one's fitting. To me, it's like, all right, if you're going to wear white, then your daddy going to pay for all of this. <laughs> oh, that one, don't, uh, that one don't work. Oh, you need okay. to be bet, wearing black. Bet. <laughs> Straight up. Bet them, them things that we done did. <laughs> you far from me. You should not be wearing white at all. White shouldn't even be on your mind. Matter of fact, I won't wear white either. Because <laughs> I don't just hurt wear white. We're so, coming here like a funeral. Come on, you know. Because, I mean, shit. Nowadays, that's what weddings are. Weddings are a, a beginning of an end. These days, bro, I'm telling you, man. Like, they, it, I can only imagine the the length of the wedding, the well, the the length of a marriage with among this current generation is probably gonna be around six to eight years. I know the current, I know right now they're saying like fourteen years, fifteen years is like an average, but I'm 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 only imagining that's gonna decrease over time, just because a lot of people have the mentality of I'm gonna miss something. Yeah. And it's just like I, I hear people thinking that, and it's like, like for me, I don't, I don't, I'm a drama, I'm, I'm a drama free type type of guy, and I realize every time I'm in a relationship, I just kind of sense that there's drama gonna come, up, you know, come around or somewhat, and I kind of look at dudes and say, like, if you want to be a drama free person, like to have a drama free life is hard to begin with, but when you add that relationship to it, you cannot be. A person longing for a drama-free life. I just don't see it. And with me... Relationships in their nature have are drama. drama. Exactly. Especially between two people that don't see see the world the same way. And Most relationships fail. It's straight. Uh, hey, these days they will because of the distractions and because of the fact that everybody feel like they're missing something. People really stress out and feel like if they don't get to go out this weekend, they... Oh, man... Missed out on a day party and blah, blah, blah. Missed out on a turn-up. Nigga, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know when you're going to die, but at the same time, like, you shouldn't be thinking that way anyway, but and what the, are you really missing? And the, the crazy thing about it is that I'll say that I'm I'm so broke. You know, oh, I ain't got no money. I don't, I don't need to do this. But if it comes to, like, going on a date or, or going out, out out on a weekend with a, with a woman to entertain, worth it. like, I'm going to spend that money. Something that's worth it and it's something that can pro- probably change your life. Like like we said, like we talked about several shows back, it's it's about the memories sometimes. That's all. That's all. It's For me, it's not about, 
I mean, because we just all like, made money, spent money, and made it over again. It's like, great. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's money's gonna come and go, but at the same time, now, especially in the last year or so, like every dollar I spend, it matters. Like you know, I I feel it, I recognize it, and it's like. I have to be a, I have to be able to account for every dollar I spend. It's sort of like my job. Like I have things that I have to buy at my work, and if I'm buying something that doesn't make sense or I'm overbuying something, it's like they're gonna check me on that. You know, mm-hmm. like hold on, bro. Like you why you buy all? Why me. you buy all that, bro? You ain't need all that. You taking this shit home, bro? <laughs> we gotta come to your house now, bro. Like yeah, you out here You stealing something? Like so, I gotta check myself because every dollar counts, and accountability is important. But Anyways, I'm going to be out here gluten-free, living my life. <laughs> <laughs> living my life, driving my Uber. Hey, get your money, man. I need a side hustle, other than gambling. Because honestly, Cause the gambling's going to be my worst side hustle, but that's, 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 point that's the I devil mean. in you right there. I got those demons. Yeah, you got I have to demons. exercise those demons. When they say you're going to lay Charles? I guess we talked about that off air. Yeah, I don't plan on going to Lake Charles. I'm not going to Golden Nugget, that's for damn sure. They be taking your money? Oh, they take your money quick. <laughs> take your money quick. But before we segue into another topic, I'd just like to say Whole Foods is a racket profit, profiting off of ignorance. Um, I don't really think that it is necessary for you to have to go to a Whole Food market to actually buy anything because a lot of that shit is... Unless you're bad and bougie, then you go to Whole Foods. Straight Whole Foods for the I don't hate bougie. Whole Foods. I'm just saying, I mean, I just think that people that go there are willingly thinking that they're and doing Trader something Joe's. special. Exactly. Like, you're not really doing anything special by going to Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, and Sprouts. You're just, you're probably just going for a specific brand that only Whole Foods sells. But exactly. at the same time, you're getting the same benefits from something that you could buy at H-E-B or Walmart. Exactly. So just let that sink in. But anyways, like I, I seen this um this one company on the on the internet on the social medias. It was talking. It was like everything is three dollars, but it's it's it's. I think it's called brandless, if I'm not mistaken. But it's just like basically really organic. It says jar white, you know, plain label. This is what's in it. That's it, and you know, and you're, when you're trying to save money, when you're just trying to get the product, boom, three dollars. Everything was three dollars. From household cleaning stuff, supplies, different kinds of foods. It's kind of like a, a cheaper Aldi. Okay. I love Aldi. I'm actually going to go there before after we leave. But um, one thing I'm going to say about organic and what people need to realize, I'm not going to sit here and read a whole definition, but when I was a couple months church, ago. Yeah, when church. I was a couple months ago. We're supposed to be off this topic, but hey, fuck <laughs> it. A couple months ago when I was bored and I got, something came across my screen, it was like organic versus natural. And I was like, huh, it's pretty interesting. Um, no matter what, people need to understand that when you see the label organic, it doesn't, see, when you see organic and you see natural, the average person with common sense may get confused. Because they're going to be like, okay, if it's organic or if it's natural, I mean, what are you saying? Um, the thing that really caught my eye is when I was actually looking at the definition, it said, um, organizations regulating organic products may restrict the use of certain pesticides and fertilizers in farming. May restrict? May restrict. And it also said in there, organic food is uh, produced by methods that comply with standards of organic farming. Standards vary worldwide. So at the end of the day, you could be going to some fucking non-GMO place. You could be going to some organic place, and you could be going to a GMO place, and they all give you the same same bullshit. 
Give you the same product. So at the we end just of brought that, these bananas in on the truck. I don't care what y'all label these bananas, man. Put whatever you want to put on them. You already bought them. They your bananas they now. They your bananas now. <laughs> you know, so it's like, man, I'm just gonna eat my fruit. I'm gonna eat my vegetables. I'm gonna eat my meat. I'm gonna eat my cheese. Say, bro, when you when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. It is, man. All this eating and writing going. It ain't gonna. It's not it's the only thing that. It, no matter what. If you adjust your diet in any way, your body's going to feel different. You're going to feel different. You stop eating carbs for, for two, three months. You're going to fucking, your energy's going to be low. You're going to feel different. Mm-hmm. You stop eating meat. You're going to get protein from somewhere else. You're going to get your vitamin B12 from somewhere else. You're going to feel different because you're getting it from somewhere else. I mean, there's not a lot that, you, that the human body's not going to recognize because it's a fucking, it's a specimen that is, just like you know when you're not drinking enough water, like you feel it. Yes, you de- you start drinking if you all you're drinking is tap water, for t- for two years, and all of a sudden you start drinking spring water for a month. Your body gonna recognize it. What you gonna tell me? Oh, spring water is the truth. Spring water is the answer to all ailments. No, it's just that you were drinking garbage for a long time, and now you're drinking something that's a little more pure. It's more filtered. And for people that feel like, oh. If you lactose intolerant because you ain't... Man, lactose intolerant, really? Seriously? Milk is for babies. I, I am lactose intolerant. I understand that. Milk is for babies. But what I found out about being lactose intolerant is that it's all about the bacteria in your stomach. Like, if I drink enough milk and just push through whatever gas or digestive problems it gives me, you know, bowel movements or whatever... You're good. I will eventually build up a tolerance to milk, and I'll be fine. That's what I was getting to. Everybody's body has built up a tolerance for every type of food that they eat. So if you're lactose intolerant, you probably did drink some type of milk when you were young because your body needed milk. Didn't necessarily need cow's milk, but your body needed milk because you were a baby and you need that to grow. Some people were just fortunate enough to where their bodies fight off that stuff for so long that they could drink it as adults. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going around sucking girls' boob juice. And if even if I did, I probably wouldn't get sick because my body is used to, it's, it's, it's acclimated to, to handle milk. I don't know. From all accounts I've heard from grown men that suck boob juice, that it's, it's not good. I'm not going to do it. All, all accounts I've heard is that it's just letting you know. My fetish level just isn't, isn't up to par with drinking boob juice. Fetishes. Like I, I just nah, it's not not it's not hot in these streets. I wonder if there's a documentary out there on weird fetishes. Do you? Wasn't that you that sent me the girl that was like in her twenties that liked to pretend she was a baby? No, that wasn't me. Somebody sent me this. She was a girl. She was like in her twenties. She liked to pretend that she was a baby. I thought all women did that. And she no, <laughs> she was legit. Like she she fully embraced her psycho baby. Wow. She would like wear a diaper and she would throw tantrums and stuff like this. And one six. I don't know how that went out, but she had a boyfriend that just oh, he was fucking weird. It. Nah, he was a, he's yeah, a pedophile. He gotta be weird. He's a pedophile. Gotta be weird. That's both of them are weird. They're pedophile. But I mean, do you put two weird people together and just let them go? Hey, you can match your level of weird. Stay with that person. I mean, I mean, I know two idiots that are together right now, and I, I just hope it works out. That hey, if they, if mentally, if they're attuned, hopefully it works. <laughs> can two idiots be attuned? Do they own, even know? In their, own, in their own little attunement, they can be attuned. Because, uh, yeah. Stupid like stupid. Stupid like smart too, but stupid loves stupid because they are the stupid, same way. Because stupid feels like it's, stupid, it's smarter than stupid. It's always going to feel it's smarter than stupid, but unfortunately it's just the same. 
just looks different. But hey, speaking, speaking of fetishes, though, for real, though, fetishes, it's 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 weird that some of the fetishes that are out there, just based on the fact that I kind of feel like I always want to ask somebody, when did it start? Like, when did you get to the point where you wanted to have fingers, in, finger, like uh, toes in you, or you wanted to, you know, like, have sex with somebody's when did nose. You, when did you start sucking on toes? Yeah, it's just like, what did you, where did that come from to where you wanted to do that? I've always just been curious about it, but I guess it's just something that happens. Seen it in the movie once. Yeah, when you're a dumbass, you're easily swayed by this foolishness, so yeah, seen it makes sense. in the sense. movie once, and then cats just get out there and start trying to see this in the movie once. I'm going to try this. You pay the fool. Remember when Rico was hitting hitting old girl and he started doing oh, the ducky? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure about a million thousand niggas start doing this shit all over exactly. the world. Exactly. You seen it in the, and I, I, you see it in the movie once. You just start trying. And it, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't make the sex any better. No. <laughs> it's just, no. You're just being an asshole. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you're, you're low key bored. Yeah, really. You might, you might as well say good morning. Really? <laughs> uh, it, it, it makes it made me think think about what you know the conversation that we had with Tay and most like um. Because she, she always brings up the fact that she can't have she can't be friends with people she has sex with, and uh, yeah, I'm putting her business out there, but I just kind of feel like I, I want to know where that comes from. Like, like is it, when did such a high value become? Like, when did sex get such a high value? Like, cause it it seems like sex has a high value, but then it doesn't have a high value. Cause it seems like sex is easy to get, but then it seems like people are so quick to fall in love just because of sex. And it's like, it's confusing because like, y'all giving up ass so easy, but then y'all catching feelings. And it's like, it's confusing. It's what, it's what people classify it as. Like, can you shake some shake somebody's hand that you don't respect? Can you hug somebody that you don't like? These oh, days, well, people then, do a lot of that. Well, well, oh, well then sex is, is, is a deeper a deeper connection. How is is that? it really? How's that? Is that society telling you that? That's society telling you that. I mean, at, the, at the end of the day, like, can you, can you kiss somebody and not love them? It you happens do it all, all the, time. the time. People married ten years don't love each other. And don't love each other. I, I share a house with this person. You know, I share every waking moment of my life with this person, and I, and I don't really truly love them. But you want to say, well, sex is different. Is it really? Is it really? I mean, in the, in the past two years, I feel like if you want to talk about body counts, I feel like your average single female, if she's been single for a good two years, and she's has she's not a virgin, I could say, obviously, it depends on her personality. Um, we're in an environment. I can see in two years a female having four or five people under, under you know, under her belt, and four, you know, in two years, it's. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the average, for, especially think, for millennial women. And I, and I think a man's man's ratio is probably about three to one. It's possible. It, it's very possible. Seems seems about accurate that you a know, man will be three to one. Depending on the environment, how he looks, and you know, other things. Like I said, it's my like uh, Chris Brown or Michael B. Jordan. You know, it's probably a lot easier for them. He's, he's probably then, he's probably ten to one. But then a, a Kodak Black before the money and a Lil Yachty before the money, it's... Probably one for one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but um, like I said, I'm not the type of dude that's just out there slinging it to everybody. But at the same time, I'm looking at it like, you're not about to just catch feelings or I'm not about to fall in love with you just because of sex. It has to be more than that. Because if it isn't, then why do all these people talk, running around talking about, I need a connection? What the fuck is a connection? What connection are you looking for? Cable. Shit, you better call AT&T. I, I, don't, I, call I, it, don't call Comcast or Xfinity. They trash. I, 
Um, shout out to Comcast because y'all. They trash back. <laughs> got me running right. No, for now. For now. Until they send you that, that Bentley note. No, check, check this out though. Low key, when I went in there to up my internet, she like messed it up, so I'm getting faster internet for a cheaper price. And I'm like locked in for two years. Oh, that's legit. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know. Big okay, up to the so trainee. They still ain't named. They ain't sponsoring us, so fuck them. Okay, that's cool too. Fuck AT&T too. Anyways, back to these connections. <laughs> back to these connections. I don't even know where I was going with it. We got one. <laughs> thing about the, the, the connection is, like you said, I'm not just out here running around slinging loose dick. I'm almost 30 years old. Gotta be careful. That's something that... I've actually really never just done it in my life. But, like, that's something that's reserved for these young guys. Like, at this age, I'm looking for stability and consistency. So, no, to me, have, having sex with random women isn't, isn't cool. Like, I'm not, I'm, not sh- I'm not in the group chat talking about, I hit this one last night, I'm nah. hit this one tomorrow night. Like, guys, we don't do that anymore. And I say, when I say we, I talk about my guys. Cause I can't speak for all guys. I can only speak for my guys and the guys that I talk to on the radio. Like we don't do that anymore. We're grown men now. We we're realizing that some of us are grown men. <sighs> some of us are, but some of us, I mean, they do. They do. We sex is a sport. It's a it's a recreational activity. I, 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 I but it goes both ways. And though, I still I have come that way. I still have those guy friends that you know want to want to do numbers basically you want want to do numbers and they won't tell you man i was in this girl for an hour and a half like who cares i I don't know why your sex so whack that you need to be in there for an hour and a half both of y'all like both of y'all trash trash basura trash but hey but but anyway yeah like you said it goes both ways it's and women they phrase it differently like i was talking i was talking about intuition earlier yeah and it's like, well, I think men and women have, have intuition. And I was like, I believe so too, but y'all call it intuition, and I think y'all use it as an excuse. But that's me from a male perspective. You know, if you, from a female perspective, say, you know, guys, y'all call it whatever, spidey sense, you know, yeah, <laughs> y'all yeah. use that as an excuse to, to, you know, either jump to conclusions or whatever, what have you. Because I think intuition and what we're now calling spidey sense both is kind of like your justification to jump to conclusions without it is. having a full conversation Straight about up things. Assumptions, making an ass out of you and me. Basically, I don't even know where that that came hey, from. Paula's personal, Paula's pent up with aggression. Uh, I dig it though. I dig it though. We need that for the show. We ain't been here in, what two years? It feels like two Shit, years. Man. I ain't seen you, boy. You look like the last time I saw you, boy. I don't no. know where you're going with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> you better stop. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Uh, I feel you on that. It's that's that's intuition spotting out negativity. I think that's easy. I think spotting out negativity is easy. I think I think people thrive on it though. I think people look for the bad that's hidden behind the good. It like, makes them comfortable. It it makes you comfortable to know that hey, this I is, can look. This over, is a flawed I can, situation. I can look over here and see that this person isn't isn't perfect. Bam! Here's the flaw. Here, I've identified Who the flaws. They're not perfect. So now I'm more comfortable in my flaws. I'm more comfortable in my insecurities because I've identified yours. Jesus Christ. And it may not even be a flaw because I jumped to this conclusion. Like I, like I always say, if you look for something hard enough, you're bound to find it. Good or bad, you're, you're bound to find yeah. it. Yeah, just you ain't going to find that million. You always though. find Waldo. I've been looking for a million for a while. I still ain't found it. You you always find Waldo, though. I, I just stumbled on. That nigga that got me a couple times. <laughs> he he, he, he <laughs> have his karma San Diego moments. I take it back on that one. Y'all know nothing about that part in San Diego. You're youngster. You're youngster. <laughs> really? You're <laughs> youngster? 
with, with, the, with the red with the red trench coat oh, red hat she was dope they, they, she was dope they were supposed to be making a movie but Carmen, uh, Carmen was probably a bad bitch I know she never showed her face that's what it was Carmen was a bad bitch that was running away from niggas <laughs> they just couldn't get her they couldn't get her Carmen was the trophy that niggas just couldn't touch niggas ain't shit they ain't deserve Carmen they ain't deserve Carmen the they world didn't deserve they Carmen they didn't deserve Carmen at all that's why she was always gone always gone Carmen and Waldo probably belong to each other probably he's probably hiding from nah that wouldn't make sense what if what if Waldo was Carmen's baby daddy and she was trying to put him on child support and he was always hiding and she was always chasing him that's legit and then it was somebody always chasing her he didn't want to pay for her ass lift I'd run too Carmen, Carmen, does, Carmen San Diego does sound Brazilian. Definitely does oh, sound Brazilian. Oh yeah, yeah. Easily yeah. Brazilian. I was I was having a conversation with somebody about that. Like I understand that having an ass and all that shit is you know the trend or whatever. And a couple of years ago, ten years ago, a white woman with an ass was considered fat and it was nasty. But anyways, since asses have been trending, the thing that I've noticed the most is a lot of these women that are buying these asses, their asses look the same, and. This also stuck out to me with what the health was. They tried to make it seem like genetics are irrelevant. And it bothered me because no matter what anybody says, I mean, there are genetic disorders out there that are passed down through your genetic makeup. It's it's science. It's backed up by science. So in my mind, I'm just like, what happened to the girls with the asses that were like, they were big, but they are abnormally shaped? You know, like you had teardrop asses. You had asses that were wide. You, you, it, they had different asses, but now everybody's going to the same doctor and buying the same ass. And that bothers me because it's like, you don't, like... Like, you know, I, I follow Dr. Miami on Snapchat. Everybody that leaves out there has the same, same ass. ass on them. Like, it's the same ass. Like, you don't think that that's weird? Like, why do you want to have the same ass as the girl across from you? Like, you don't... Like, what... I, we talked about it on, on Chapter 1. Like, what happened to... Wanting to be unique, wanting to be different. Like, are people really that scared to be different? Like, I feel like the people that are considered different are really just the same. Like, they're just like everybody else. People are scared to be different because different is frowned upon. At the end of the day, like, you're not, you're in a society where you're designed to fit in. And this goes back to um, one of our shows, I forget the title now, where we talk about how how kids are all taught to color inside the line. Oh yeah. You're 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 taught to fit in. Yeah, you are. So for you to be different and boldly be different is wild. Yeah, it is wild. It's it's a slap in the face to to what the man wants. To this society that we worship. These societal norms that have been passed down from generation to generation to generation. Like and to me, they make no sense. Like, right now, my mother isn't married. And she's not married because she hasn't found anybody that makes her happy. My mom just turned 50. I think she lives a great life. Pretty like, sure she does. If I'm 50 and I lived, I'm not going to say lived her life because I know she's had her struggles and everything of too course. as I've had my own. But if I'm, if I'm in a position that she isn't 50, I think feel like I've lived a damn good life so far. Straight up. Making it to 50 is, is a beautiful thing. Like I don't want to make it to 50 top of my 50s to do 40. Like, why are you so mad at the fact that you're 50? Like, you have 50 years on this earth. That's a blessing. Why do you want to be 10 years? You want to look 10 years younger? That's fine. But why do you want to be 10 years younger? Like, you're 50. Like, you have wisdom that these other motherfuckers don't have. Like, you have a lot. Like, that's something to cherish. And people just spit on it by talking about 40s, the new 30s, 30s, the new 20. No. 30 is 30. <laughs> okay? You've been on this earth for 30 years. At the end years. of the day, that math is not going to change. It ain't going to change. If you feel 30, I'm happy for you, but you're 42. You live like live. 
I mean, you could, you could look 30, and we could be like, damn, you 42, you look 30. And it's all to the bueno, but, you know, be proud of, be proud of your accomplishment. It, that's, an accomplishment that's an accomplishment in itself. Cher looks like she's 50, but she's 70. Boy. It's scary. Boy, Cher, Cher around be 45 on a drunk night. Oh, she, that's a lot of plastic surgery, bro. That's a lot of plastic surgery. And she surgery. probably been drinking him in blood so much. She, I think she drinks baby blood. It's a good chance. Baby blood? There's no reason. That's the rarest. It is. Like Cambodian breast milk. That's the rarest. Wow. You went all the way out with that one. I reached back to the Chappelle show, brought that forward. You know, it's real. Old, but um, speaking about society and being different, I think that's what transgenders do, too. They just try. They want to be different. They want to be. They don't want to be like everybody else. Is it that they want to be different or that they are different? Because I'm having a hard time these days distinguishing between the two. I mean, because when you go to the doctor and become something else, I mean, these doctors are good, bro. They're giving women these, these same ass, and they're turning men to women, they're turning women to men. They're good at it. It's a science that's been studied in practice for the past 40, 50 years now. I would think somebody's going to master it under the table. Black market doctors got niggas out here looking like Pamela Anderson. It's fucking weird, but hey. I mean, you that name. Say, like, like I said, I need I need a baby picker picture identification. Baby picture identification. I mean, if I don't know enough about you, and in all honesty, if you have like if you have no proof of like having a menstrual cycle, and they probably can they probably can alter that to where a person can have a menstrual cycle because if they can do. I mean, you start taking the hormones and everything. Yeah, that's you, right. You hang around women so enough. You're bleeding out your penis. Oh, they cut it off. Have you ever seen a video of how they do that? I'm not watching a video. Okay, not a video, but it was it was a it was a uh, graphic demonstration where they yeah, well they split it in half, peel it back. That's fucking disgusting. Like how sick? Let me tell you, <laughs> a mental illness. Everybody probably has some type of mental illness. Believe it or not, everybody has some type of mental illness. I believe that, but it's degrees of mental illness just like it's levels of oppression like when I think about levels of oppression I think about okay the black woman is oppressed that's level one then you have a black gay woman she's oppressed as well she's level two then you got a black trans woman that's level three oppression like it gets progressively worse because there are different levels of oppression it's just the reality of it uh, a woman is a woman but then you add color to it it's a different level of oppression you know what I'm saying so with, with that being said, I look at mental illnesses, there are different levels of it. There are people that can cope, hang among society and be cool, and you will never notice it. And then there are those homeless people that will run up on your window and pee on it. That nigga's insane. But that's a level of mental illness. Yeah. And I truly, and I'm always going to believe, for a person to say at the age of five that they don't think that they're a, a boy and they're a boy, they don't identify with a gender, first of all. Biology says that, in all honesty, I mean, until you hit puberty, which is usually about... 13-ish. 12. You really can't say that you identify with anything because, I mean, you haven't really struck that goal yet. You ain't had your first heart on yet. Female ain't had a period yet. It's crazy because it's like you have a period. Only women, scientifically, historically, have periods. So when you say... I don't identify with being a woman, but you having a period and you have breasts, and you, I, I don't get it. Your your identification is mental. That's that's what it exactly. To. Your it identification. You literally are saying, "Fuck what the facts are. This is what I feel. 
And this is what society has become. It's become feelings over facts. One plus one equals two, except for when it equals three. Ridiculous. At the end of the day, if you are crazy enough, I don't know where y'all get this money from, but if y'all are crazy enough to slit your penis off in order to feel more and identify more with being a woman, it's a mental illness. It's okay. I mean, more power to you because, like you said, everybody has their level of mental illness. Yeah. You've at least identified yours and embraced it. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. I think being a a, compul- a compulsive online shopper is a mental illness. I believe people that uh, obsess about whatever or have anxieties those are mental illnesses. But to sit there and try to deny that a person wakes up one day and says, "I'm tired of being a man. I want to be a woman. I'm gonna go chop my dick off." Come on, man. That's fucking psycho. But from what I understood, like, before you have that, that chop-off surgery, you have to go to a number of therapy sessions. Why does the same person need to go see a therapist? Like, there are, no, there are no same people. I think I think everybody should spend at least a little time with a the therapist. I'm just saying. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Everybody has their own level of mental illness. So once you... And I'm saying this because there's so much denial on the behalf of the trans in the gay community, period. And it's just like... I'm always say this. Where the fuck y'all come from? I don't know anybody trans that I grew up with. I mean, they probably gonna become trans tomorrow. But as far as I'm concerned, I didn't go to school with any trans people. So where did this surge of transgender people come from? It was the gluten. That's why I'm gonna stay gluten free. It was the gluten. I think it is the gluten. It's either the gluten or the soy, because soy does soy does increase estrogen and it lower does. testosterone. And I think a lot of these niggas running around here. On this soy milk. On this soy tripping, milk. Tripping, tripping. Tripping, tripping. Better get that almond milk. <laughs> get, get that almond milk and don't worry about where the titties at. Just get your almond milk and stay away from the soy. Soy is damn near in everything, though. If you read a lot of this shit, it's going to say it contains wheat, soy, or milk. A lot of times. Traces of it is not a bad thing. But when you're gulping it down by the cup, we have a problem. And that's why there's probably a lot of bitch assness out there right now. Wow, because of the milk? Because of the gluten. You're blaming it on the and milk. And the soy milk. I'm, try- I'm actually trying yeah. to defend these niggas. I'm trying to defend them. Bro, no, I ain't. Why these niggas are soft? Say, B, I ain't got time to be defending nobody. It's, it's tough It's tough enough for me out here looking, taking care of myself. I ain't got time to be defending nobody. Understandable. I respect that, man. Um, how do you feel about the Colin Kaepernick situation at this time? I mean, football season is approaching us in Houston, Texas. Uh, we can talk about sports because it's the end of the show now. Oh, so. yeah. They, they probably tuned us yeah. out by now. Um, Cap's not going to get a job. and I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. Like, people are, oh, we're going to go protest and do this. You I'm can stop do that. Right there. But there's nothing you can do about it. People going to protest, to me, is a extreme example of ignorance and stupidity. Yo, thousand... Versus the millions of people invested in the NFL that actually buy season tickets. If you think your thousand is going to do a fucking thing, you're stupid. That's my take on it. You're stupid. That's, it might get that's, him a job. That's, that's it might get him a job. But what are you really doing by saying I'm not going to watch the NFL? Look, Who are you? Look, if, if, if Cap signs with the Baltimore Ravens, am I going to go buy, um, buy a Baltimore Ravens jersey? No. Nah. Like, I'm not going to just start throwing my money at Isn't it Baltimore. stupid to go buy a Kaepernick jersey? If Isn't that money going to the NFL? Yeah, still. I mean, but he has no team right now, so. But I'm saying if you go buy, that's what I'm saying. So if you go buy a Kaepernick jersey, I mean, aren't you still supporting the NFL? Yeah, you, you, you're going to bust the NFL down check. So that's stupid, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's hustling backwards. Okay. It's definitely just a backwards hustle. Because I, I would think that he needs to just make his own jerseys. He should just make like a Black Panther jersey that says Kaepernick on the back with a number seven. He should bring back Blue Book. 
He might as well. Or bring back Fila like Beyonce did. I haven't heard about Fila since Grant Hill. To be honest. Them niggas shit was clean today. Them niggas was clean. My brother had them hoes. Them hoes, them hoes was clean. I was jealous. I didn't get them. <laughs> I think I had Sean Kemp's at the time. Whoa. Sean Kemp's was raw. I got them. I got them now. Them Rain Man's was dope. I got them now. I got the black and white ones. Dope. I ain't warm in a while. Might pull them out tomorrow when I go to the gym. Still right. on snap. I think I think I'm gonna start selling some shoes, man. After moving all those shoes, B, I got I got let like ten pair go. I threw a lot of shit away when I made this new move, but um. I didn't have to throw away any shoes. I threw away all my shoe boxes. I got tired of looking at my shoe boxes and the that cardboard was, and the paper is annoying. Uh, my homegirl actually, you know, I like the way she has her shoes set up. She puts them in these little plastic containers. It's pretty dope. I've only seen that one or two times. I've never seen it in person. Pretty OCD-ish, but it was, it was it was it's pretty smart and it's just easier to carry around than boxes. Boxes are just so fragile and they're boxes. They're made of paper. So and you know, I, put, that I put boxes in boxes. That's just annoying. Yeah, it was. I think everything. My whole move this time was mostly plastic, mostly plastic. Um, but shit, man. Any, any any hot topic? Any hot take? Um, interdependence. See, I read a survey today that says that most millennials cheat due to interdependence, and that's why I told you to look up interdependence, like the definition. But basically, basically, what it boils down is to that a millennial needs to feel trust and love and value from their partner and when they're not feeling all of those things it leads them to cheat and when they go cheat they don't go and cheat to get all of those things from somebody they go and just get those solitary things like i might go to because i feel like this person is loving me more than you are which is attention yeah i feel like this person trusts me more than you do which is dumb because you're cheating on them and (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. That that's where that's where when you say cheating, I'm automatically gonna assume that you're saying that they're having sex with somebody else. Oh no, no, not not necessarily sex. No, you, we can have a conversation and, and it be built on trust. Explain. We can like, I could be having a conversation with. Let me see. Okay, you're. Let's just say you're in a relationship, right? Okay, I'm in a relationship, and you get caught cheating. So what other, what else, what else could you be doing? other than having sex or at least having physical contact like kissing holding hands and actually you know like what else is there to come to make it cheating a lot of people consider intimate conversation cheating okay and I think I was one of those people that probably said that before even, even like like some people consider your, your work husband to be cheating or your work wife to be cheating I mean if you're really classified first of all if you're classifying somebody if you're in a relationship and you go to work and you actually have a work husband I'm gonna be his ass and your ass <laughs> cause that shit's disrespectful that's super disrespectful. But see, to me, I, I, I don't care about things like that. Oh, that's my work husband. You know, we... we that's your childish, bro. Yeah. I got a problem as with long as, as long as you No, nah, as long as y'all keep that at work and y'all talk at work, I don't give a shit. They ain't work longer than they with you most of the time. Oh, okay. That's a problem. Uh, it's not for me. I'm just I'm just saying, realistically, that's going to create a problem. And because not, people not fall I, to temptation quite often. I've, not that I've ever had like a work wife or anything, because I don't believe in it. I find it to be dumb. Like It's childish. Your, these are your co-workers. You're going you're gonna to interact with them. I'm not, I'm not gonna say regardless, but you might as well since you're there. You might as well interact with people. The work husband ends up being a person that goes to the happy hour with him, kicks him at the kicks it at the bar. A long night happens, and you're probably busy at work, and then shit happens. And that's just reality talking. No insecurity whatsoever. That's just the reality of people today. People today are weak. People are people aren't so, weak. They just don't care. Okay, so you 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 mix you mix either weak or not caring with a person talking about they got a work husband and they got a boyfriend at home. That's fucking disrespectful. That's childish. Grow up. 
strike a nerve with that? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what the? Because I saw a meme that time. I seen it. I'm like, this shit isn't funny. This shit is highly disrespectful. Like, if you got a if boyfriend, you, if you if you can label this person your work husband to your to your significant other, it's a problem. That nigga weak. I, I, I guess. I and, mean, and I think the issue with the issue that my main issue is, if it was the tables was turned. I really think that it's going to be a problem with me having a work wife. I, th- I, th- I think that the major issue that I would find with it is if you're venting to this person. Bro, I can't even like a female picture without getting my fucking hand chopped off if I'm in a relationship. This is very true. This is Talk very true. Talk about having a damn work wife. I've, 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 actually, get shot. I've, I've actually had to delete people that I was following. Come on. But they can have a work husband? Don't get me started on the bias. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Y'all both getting slayed. Everybody, you slide everybody, 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 <laughs> just coming in slide everybody. <laughs> like really? No, but I mean, all jokes aside, I mean, the work husband pretty much to me shows that there's a lack of um, uh, I guess that word. I don't want to. I don't want to use the word connection, but there's some type of uh, <laughs> there's there's a there's a disconnect. There's definitely a disconnect. Disconnect. Yeah, disconnect. Yeah, because you're you're in need of somebody else. And it's like, okay, you have worked for eight hours to nine hours a day. If that person that is on the outside is really your husband or really your boyfriend, you value them that much, them eight or nine hours shouldn't be grueling to the point where you need to find a substitute. Because but if you desire attention like that, which most you people, do. Which most people do these days. See, I have a job where I can basically talk and be on the phone That's and stuff is. all day. Me I too. can do that. Some people don't have that capability. So when you're in that relationship and one person does have that capability, another person doesn't, then it makes it, it makes it a little bit more difficult. Like I can't, like if we had a fight this morning, I can't talk it out through my day at work because like, I'm busy. Because yeah. I'm busy, I, I have to shut it down here and I have to pick it up eight to nine hours later. Yeah, and in those eight to nine hours, you have found a substitute. You found a substitute to vent and listen and say, yeah, you don't deserve it. Who's gonna take your side because all they know is you? Just imagine if I was somebody's work husband, bro. Just come on, man. You probably are somebody's work. I'm not somebody's work. I work with, no, no. I work with number white ladies. I work, no. I work with nothing but married women. So imagine if I was somebody's work husband, bro. You probably are. Like I'm I just saying. Though, that's, that's just come on, bro. If, if I don't know, like I'm okay, like the weekend, no, bro. If, if you nigga ain't my nigga, then if, girl single to me. Even like this, if my girl worked with you, yeah, I'm a slouch. Exactly. I'm exactly. Like I need your worst husband, your work husband to look <laughs> that nigga three times be. uglier than me, and I'm ugly <laughs> as shit. Be, that nigga better be. He better be the fat male man that you just been to because you know he listened. I'm cool with that. But if I walk in there and that nigga in that whole looking like Michael Ely, we have a, we got a problem, bro. <laughs> He's getting slid and you're getting locked out the house. That's just it is what no, it you is. Come on. There's, there's no insecurity in that. That is reality. You, you go, you go, be Mary Jane somewhere else. How about that? Straight not not in my house. Not in my house. Niggas out here tripping, and they wonder why niggas like females get knocked up by some random dude. Like who, baby? It's a work husband. <laughs> it's always a work husband. <laughs> like, really? Like seriously? But shit, enough of that nonsense, man. You got any words of advice? Uh oh. First, first and foremost, big shout out to Ash, NBA. Oh she! Oh yeah, she did. Yeah, M- UHD, MBA uh, alumni. Yeah, get your get your money, girl. Yeah, get, get your money. money, man. Now, now you gotta get that CPA. Keep the cash coming in. Uh, don't don't go to uh, the route of someone else we know. Uh, you know, constantly be bullshitting, procrastinating. Get it done. <sighs> get it done. Get uh, you know I'm a shoot slugs. I don't care. You, you probably don't listen to the show any goddamn way. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
Bro, I, I promise I've been working on words of advice all day long today, and, and now I'm just drawing a blank. Oh, okay. Uh, you can piggyback off me. I was going to say, um, if you find yourself in a situation these days where um, somebody's trying to change you, then that person doesn't that person doesn't truly value who you are. Um, nobody that you are dealing with, either if it's a potential, you know, somebody you're dating, they have potential to be your husband, wife, whatever, they should accept you for who you are. Is And I'm not talking about, like, flaws and like you being a shitty person if they're not trying to help you in a positive way then that's one thing but if you're happy with who you are which is rare for a lot of people if you're truly happy with who you are and you don't feel like you're a toxic person you're a negative person and if somebody's trying to change you you eventually have to cut that person off because they're not they're not adding any value to your life they're trying to shape you into something that they want and that thing that they want is probably their ex-boyfriend or their ex-girlfriend they need to go back to that if that's what they want if that's what they miss that's what they long for because one, nobody's gonna change me if I don't feel like it's beneficial to me. It doesn't make any sense. Does that help? Nah, cause I'm going. I'm, I'm gonna go left. Okay. Um, my words of advice come from the Jay Z song. I'm out of here. <laughs> sometimes you need your ego, and basically that's just saying that you need to know who the fuck you are sometimes. Like, sometimes you just need to stand up for yourself and say, you know, this is, I'm something too. Like, instead of bowing down to people or taking the back seat, you got to realize your own self-worth and your own self-value and say, shit, I'm somebody too. I got to, I've been on this earth and I've accomplished some things and nothing that you've done make you any better than I am. I'm somebody too. So, shit, sometimes you got to know your ego. Remind these people. It, 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 that, that's pretty dope, but that, that makes me... Like, I was thinking about how when we always talk about society and you're talking about, you know, a, a person identifying with his ego, and I always say, like, an individual is going to be an individual. And as an individual is becoming this person that he is, because like I said, a lot of people don't love themselves. A lot of people don't are not happy with who they are. I think self-acceptance, individuality is important, and knowing, like you said, knowing your ego. And I also feel like along with that, Internally, you have to find that peace, and that's important too. Like, so it's peace, self love, individuality, and it's like me personally, I respect those things. And along with that, I don't want anybody once again to try to change me or try to force me to accept what they do because we're all individuals. We all, we all day in and day out, we wake up and we go to sleep with our inner selves. We're never going to sleep with somebody else's inner self. It's all. It's for the most part, most people are selfish, <laughs> like, and it's just inherently so, and it's realistic to be that way, and it is what it is. But I like that. It, well, I'm just glad it wasn't no, no, no lyrics. Okay, I'd have cut you off. That's cool. Where's the advice part two? Oh, I just, okay. I just okay. came up. We're just something. going on in here. Huh? Wrong turns are as important as right turns. More important sometimes. Is that self-explanatory or do I need to bust that one nah, down? I ain't got to bust that, that one down. That one's pretty self-explanatory. That's some real shit, though, because I made a, a few wrong turns. Hey, and wrong, wrong turns just show me where not to go. I didn't make no wrong turns when I was Ubering, though. I was pretty fancy out there. <laughs> I was my daddy. You, you, you was working the wood. I was, wood. I was doing that shit, so I was like, shh. This, like, this is my city, I know. I know. Let, me, let me tell you one more story, man. I think my, my, my most interesting Uber trip was following a drunk girl home. And I still got paid for it, but I followed this drunk girl home because she didn't want to get into Uber not because I was a black guy, but she didn't want to get an Uber because she was, you know, you know how drunk people get. I could drive, I'm okay, okay. But she had some real good friends, 
And it was like, we want you to get an Uber. So they called Uber, which was me. And I got there. And I just followed her home. It was like six miles. And like, I kept a distance because I didn't want, you know, this black guy was following me. So, Very true. But that was the most interesting one because it was like, that was the one that they, like, they actually messaged Uber. And I told them, oh, this guy, you know. He's fucking incredible. Oh, they gave him some, some, some yeah. credit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. It was a good feeling. I was like, Uber, you know, Uber out here helping niggas. I don't respect Uber CEO still, but hey, man, get my check. <laughs> I don't have to respect you to get these coins. Get this money, man. Um, I ain't I'm, picking cotton or nothing. I'm not going to lie to you. I forgot the new outro. Oh, man, we'll work on it later. We'll work on that later. We'll, we'll write it down and I'll read it off. <laughs> but until that time comes, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But, ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary? <laughs>